Yeah, oh. there he is. Yep, we're in it now. All right, bet, bet, bet. So let's start the thing off. What's up, Cap? How are you doing today? Good. I'm uh, leaving work, actually. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm leaving work, actually. After what I've done to him. So let, let, Wait, you're leaving work or coming from work? I'm, I'm, well, both, but like I'm leaving. I mean, I'm in the car, but I've got you hooked oh. up to my car, so. I'm not even dead on Oh, okay, okay, bet, 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 bet. Yeah. Uh, just make sure so you drive safe, though. No, I, I'm, I mean, it's hands free. I mean, you're hooked up into my car system, so. Oh, okay. It's free. Yeah, no, you're fine. All right, good, good. Safety is key. Yeah. All right. Uh, I remember we talked about yesterday, uh, your eyes <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. We did. I, I can't believe you, you said, like, that shit was, like, that expensive and shit. Yeah, it can get up there. This is dumb. And, uh, man, I, I'm still, like, salty about yesterday because, like, uh, oh, an hour of content. That was crazy. Gone. Yeah, we were talking for, uh, we were talking for a good little minute. We talked about a lot of stuff. Oh. We were going off. It was awesome. Yeah. We were not fucking around. Or, I mean, like, we just kind of went our own thing, honestly. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. Today, I have no topic subjects listed, so I was going to just hear about you and your story, I suppose. Me and my story. Uh... I don't know how much of it you want me to tell. I don't know if I have much of the story. Oh, come on, Cap. You're probably one of the more interesting people I know. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I know. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, geez. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Like, I don't know if I have, like, stories, stories outside of just ranting about things in life. I mean, like, I was going to say, like, just tell me work, work, work or something, you know? Work? Work? I mean, work is good. Work is nice. I mean, you know, as we did speak earlier, you know, before yesterday, I did speak. Yeah, I, I, actually, now I, yeah, I remember that now. Damn. It started a new job, which is nice. Um, you know, started a new job working in... Um, um, oh God, I wouldn't say it's medical devices, but it's, uh, it's more cosmetic devices, um, like cosmetic technology, that kind of stuff, lasers, right. you know, which is, which is nice. It's a lot more money than, uh, than where I was. You know, it's funny. One of my coworkers, I, one of my old coworkers reached out to me today. He was texting me. He's like, hey, man, how much were they going to give you for severance? Because, you know, as you know, the previous company I worked for, I was leaving them because they were outsourcing, like, they were outsourcing their commercial operations. That entire, like, division was going to be outsourced. Unfortunately for myself, even though I worked in uh, uh, international shipping, um, my job was also on the chopping block and whatnot. So, but he reached out to me because, you know, they were offering severances for people that were going to stay. And, uh, and I, okay. told him, I told him, he asked me how much my severance was. And I told him, he's like, dude, man, I'm getting ripped off here. And I was like, well, it's time to go for you, man. Like, don't, don't, don't stay there. And I guess 
I, you know, I, I feel for the guy because a lot of we're we're seeing a lot of that right now. We're seeing a lot of people but, get comfortable working at home, but um, the whole unemployment thing—I mean, that's ending this month. There's a lot of these unemployment benefits that people are really enjoying. A lot of that stuff is ending this month, but nobody really pays attention to that stuff because it's all word of mouth based on what their friend or someone else has experienced. Then they say, oh, well, you know, it's like this. This is what you do here. But that's not necessarily true for everybody. And a lot of those benefits, like I said, are ending in this month. This month, September, a lot of those things are actually going to be ending. So it's you're going to see an influx of, of employment just because people need to go back to work and not everybody wants to be doing the same thing. Not, not, not everybody wants to get up, drive to a job where they got to do manual labor all the time. Not, not everybody wants to flip burgers as cliche as that sounds. There's a lot yeah. of like manual labor. People don't want to when they've come from, I don't want to say a white collar position, a position where it's more high times in the office. Sometimes they're remote. Um, instead of myself, I was 100% remote. So everybody wants to go back to being, you know, full time in an actual office, in uh, a distribution center, a factory setting, what have you. People don't want to be in a building anymore. Yeah, because uh, they're working from home, yes. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, money talks. Money talks and, you know, your landlords don't care. They don't give a damn about what you want, what you prefer. They prefer to get their money. They want to get paid. You know, you get your life shut off because you're right. You know, how many days can I work from home? Later, let me get your bills paid. So people, I believe, the last quarter of this year, it's going to be very difficult to to seek uh, good employment. So I don't know. I don't know how far the ripples of this little podcast is going to go, but for all your listeners, Hey man, I really wouldn't be waiting. The time to get a job is now, especially if you're looking either if, even if you're just looking for just to move up from where you are, do that now because there's going to be a lot of people who you're going to come across some of them are going to be dimwits and idiots. They're going to they're going to get pretty decent jobs that pay them pretty decently, just because they jumped on it because they're there. You got employee, you got employers that are basically putting bodies in spots because some people who don't want to go back to work say, you know what, I'm going to ride COVID out on my financial weight. A lot of people have a financial cushion, man. A lot of people do, especially in especially in white collar corporate America. A lot of people have good jobs, man. A lot of people are cashing in some of that 401k. Uh, their Roth IRAs are looking delicious. A lot of people are, you know, they're going to fall back on some of that financial cushion. And uh, they've taken full advantage of a lot of the uh, uh, unemployment thus far. They're going to, they're going to sit there. You're probably going to sit this out for like a couple of years. So that means the people that are below them are going to be pushed up. Well, who's got to replace them? They got to put bodies somewhere. And corporations these days, yeah, they're putting bodies anywhere. You know, it's it's very, it's commonplace to see people who are really not very much experienced in certain fields uh, end up getting really good jobs. 
You know, it's it's insane. Yeah, for sure. I've actually been trying to get on that, actually, of what you said, you know, trying to get a good job at this time, you know? Yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. Of, you're right. I mean, like, it is kind of a good time given the fact of everybody kind of being, well, yeah. in my experience, I've seen them just kind of just hate life because of uh, the corona stuff, but, you know. Yeah. But I totally yeah. agree with you. You know, for you, I mean, I would, I mean, not just for you, but I think for anybody, um, don't sell yourself short, man. There's a, there's good money to, to be made out there. Um, I would probably, so one of the easier jobs to do to get into that will actually pay you some decent money, uh, but it's a bit monotonous and it gets on your nerves really quickly, but the money's not bad. Looking at getting into like the customer service field, you know, the I, customer actually, service field. Yeah, I mean, the customer service field is everybody always needs customer service. If you can land yourself a nice little call center job, that's actually Oh, my God, that'd be awesome. It's not a bad gig to get, but it's going to get on your nerves pretty quickly because you're going to be on the phone all day. You're going to be dealing with all all types and sorts of customers. But because you're dealing with people all day, it's going to actually increase your verbiage. You're going to uh, your vocabulary is going to be increased a little bit because you're going to be you're going to be implementing policy and standards. On top of that, your range of your range of sociability is going to grow just because you are interacting with more people day yeah. in, day out. So it's, it's only going to really help you. So, I mean, it's not the most glamorous field, but it's a nice, quick job for, for, for a little bit of money. Um, I think it's a good stepping stone to uh, to uh, get some, you know, just kind of get some skills up and uh, start building like a resume. Customer service and anywhere you go is a nice stepping stone because if you keep, you know, if you keep your head down, keep your ears, uh, keep your ears and eyes open, and generally keep a good head about yourself, you can typically spot some opportunities and uh, get yourself some nice training here and become a specialist or something there. Just don't stay there for like longer than like two, three years doing the same damn thing. Yeah, well, imagine after that it would kind of drive you insane. Yeah, man, a whole life of that. I only know maybe a few people who've done the customer service call thing for more than five years, and they're like special cases. Not special like they're insane, but they're special where they just they don't care. I don't know. Not that they don't care about their jobs. They just. They just don't let certain things get to them. They just go in and whatever. It's just a job to me. They're paying me. Yeah, they're more. They're okay with doing it. Yeah, and it's like they're whatever. They're paying me for eight hours of my time. Whatever, that's fine. I'm like, man, I wish, I wish I could be like you, but that ain't me. That's not a bad way to think about it, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, really. I mean, you know, they're only they're that's really all it's all it is. You know, they're only paying you eight. They're paying you for eight hours of your time. So in that eight hours, give them what they want. Whatever the hell they want, just give it to them. doesn't matter. It's only eight hours. So just yeah, give them whatever sure. the hell they want, and then you're out of there. You know what I mean? You're out of there. They're paying you for eight hours of your time. So give them what they want. After that eight hours, get up, clock out, log off, leave, and leave everything there. It'll be there the next day. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Uh, you know, leave, leave work at work. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, like, actually, kind of sounds really nice. 
it kind of sounds like school, except like uh, it's a job. Yeah, school where they pay you. Yeah, exactly, for sure. Yeah, school where they pay you. Honestly, I don't think it's that much of a difference, if, if I'm honest. I don't really yeah, think I know. That, the only thing is you can get in a lot more trouble uh, in the job than you can in school. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, like, come on. A slap on the wrist in school is not the same when you're... Oh, nobody gave a shit in school. They were just like, whatever. Yeah. Here, it's like, you can, like the principal's office here is like, that's like your operations manager. You don't want to end up there. Yeah, hell no. You don't want to end up there, man. It's School systems don't have sexual harassment training. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, actually, I, I think they might... They may have. I don't know. Things have changed. Like I, I said, I thought, man, I mean, uh, I've probably seen something about that in my school at some point, but I could be wrong here. Yeah, well, I could be wrong too. I'm in my oh. mid 30s, so it's been a very long time since I've been in school. I think it was the T Talk. Do you know what no. the T Talk is? No, I don't. All right. So, it probably ain't got nothing to do with Earl Grey. I was going to say, like, uh, it just teaches kids about, like, uh, consent and stuff, I guess. They played oh, okay. it even in college. Like when I first went into college, they played it too. Really? Yeah, because I remember watching health class back in high school, and then I ended up watching it in college when I first got in there. It was just like this little stick figure and uh, this thing about tea, because everybody likes drinking tea. And so yeah. it kind of went like this. All right, so somebody asked for tea. You make them tea, but you go back and they're asleep. You don't pour the tea down their fucking throat, you just don't give them tea. You know? Which is another metaphor for, like, sex and stuff. Or they asked for tea, but then turned around and said, actually, I'm good. Then just, you know, okay. Just toss out the tea, you know? Toss or out just, the tea. Or just drink the tea yourself, you know? Yeah, that's a little hard when, uh, when those endorphins and that adrenaline starts pumping, you can't just turn somebody. You can't just tell tell like a uh, somebody who's like fully one hundred percent turned on, ready to go, and then you just pull the plug on them. It I takes mean, like, a lot of willpower and understanding to be like, all right, fine, whatever. A lot of oh, I know some people, people. I know people get pissed off, but for sure. But like, still, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes people get cold feet. You know. That's true, man. That's so, true. No means my no, approach you know. to uh, my approach to coitus was always just uh, it was always my approach was always it's ladies' choice, no matter what. And uh, if it's happening, be very grateful that you give you some, and uh, and don't try to oh, don't try to compete with some other guy that's been there first before you. Don't don't do all of that. Focus yeah, on your do job. Do whatever you got to do. And uh, let your imagination go. Have some fun. That's really it. Have some fun. Because to me, I equate sometimes I used to equate uh, sex to sports, right? Like you, if you're always focused on winning, you'll never be the best because you'll know how to lose. No, yeah, that, that leaves no rooms for uh, uh, improvement. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta you win some, you lose some, but. At the bottom line, the reason I equated to sex or used to was because whether or, whether or not you win or you lose, you can give, you can be like absolute dog shit 
for that session, or you can be an absolute, like, you can be a sex god. It doesn't matter. Sometimes you, you can either you win or you lose. At the end of the day, you getting you some. So have some fun. At the end of the day, just have some fun. Because you getting you some. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was one time. There's a, Okay, so there's a little story I have for you. I'm not going to go into, like, super details. Uh, and I won't say any names. But this was back in the day, like, back in my 20s. Uh, my early 20s. Um, there was a girl that I had met. Um, I, I used to... I used to stop into, I think, like, I don't know, you may be old enough to remember, but there used to be a coffee shop called Caribou Coffee. Uh, I have never heard of that. Okay. So, but it sounds I, interesting. Caribou Coffee is great. I mean, Caribou Coffee was like, they were like Starbucks' like, biggest rival because it was like Gloria Jeans was first. And then Starbucks came around and they shut Gloria Jeans down. And Caribou Coffee was like, I'm going to fight till death. And Starbucks is like, no, you're not. Because we got this. Um, but like, so anyway, but I used to stop in and I Caribou Coffee before I went to work. Now, back then, I was like a closet designer uh, back then. So um, I would stop oh and I'd God. be... Hey, hey, don't laugh. It was good money. It was good. No, I just like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, usually when I hear people say closet designer, like it's like, uh, they clean out the closet and, uh, help the lady that wanted it cleaned out or something. No, like a closet designer is like, you're actually designing someone's closet. Ah, damn, dude. Like, I still don't imagine you doing that. What? Yeah, I was. I had a design tool. People, I had business cards. People would come and see me. Uh, they would come and see me, and I would give them like a quote. I'd uh, we have a sit down, and uh, I would, uh, you know, I would just. They would give me their dimensions. Sometimes their contractors would come and meet me, and yeah, they would like they would give me like dimensions and stuff, and then uh, I would plug all that in. Then we would sit down, and I would like design their closet and tell them. Okay, this is what your closet could look like. This is the kind of wood that we offer, and and, and whatnot. And it was nice. I mean, and that sounds actually like, interesting, honestly. Yeah, it was great money. I did that for like three years. It was really really good, and I definitely um, that would like. I mean, these are not any run of the mill closets. These were expensive closets. Yeah, no, I imagine. I imagine uh, just some interesting designs being made from them. Yeah. Yeah. Like some, what type of what was the closet. greatest thing you ever actually uh made in that one of those closets or designed for? Uh we'll get back to that. Let me finish my damn story though. Um okay. so I was designing uh actually no. What the the greatest design I've ever done? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh greatest design was probably it was, a, it was a twenty. It was a twenty by ten foot closet. Uh, it was walk in. It walk in. It was not in the master bedroom. Uh, they were actually building it, and it was it was for the wife. And I designed that one. They dropped. I think they dropped around like eighteen five, eighteen seven on the closet. Eighteen seven. What do you mean by that? 
18000 18000 What the fuck? Oh, yeah, dude. $18,000 dollars in the closet. Dude, white people spend on that shit, bro. Uh, the fuck I do? What the hell? <laughs> I'm like, I get... Because I have a cool closet, you know, I put my mask in there and shit. Like, I imagine, you know, set up a nice closet for myself that's that big, but, like, I don't need that though, you know. Oh, but these people got like, like this is like Gold Coast kind of like living. This is like these are people who like they'll spend maybe like five grand a month on like laser therapy and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's disgusting. Yeah, these those are those kind of people. I mean, they spend money, dude. Jesus. They spend money on that kind of stuff. But, Imagine what uh, the fucking house look like. Oh, huge, bro. Huge. Like, this one I was in. The house, I think they had they had 12 bedrooms. Fuck off. Yeah, they had 12 bedrooms. Um, The husband, like me, was into cars. So he had about... Oh, God, he had like... Eight cars? No, no. He had a separate... He had two garages. And then he had a warehouse for his toys. But he kept his best baby. Uh, he kept his best baby with him, which was um, he had. It was a Jaguar. Oh my god, I forgot who it was owned by. It was owned by an actor. Um, oh my god. Does he drive it that owned... fucker? No, dude. It was mint, but it was worth like 120. Like I think it was worth like not 120. I think it was worth yeah. I think it was worth about 120k. Yes, you know I would never ever take that car. Uh, public driving. I want to trust that. That's Junior League, bro. Junior. You know, you were, you know, Paul Walker, right? The actor Paul Walker. Yes, the guy from Fast so, and Furious that died. Yes. Uh, one of his cars is actually worth over a hundred thousand. Well, I would imagine. I mean, like, yeah, he's kind of deceased, so I would imagine like a dead well, man's car that was relatively famous be worth a lot. Well, here's the thing, though. Like the car. That car itself, even when it was brand new in its day, because the car is like a 1997 or 1998, like it's yeah. a Nissan. But like in Japan, that car was never old. That car was never over like, over forty thousand dollars, like brand new. It just wasn't. Um, okay. But that car is, was highly illegal over here in the U.S. So Wait, the why? car, extremely, because they're made different. So those cars, I'm of course. People that are going to hear this, they're going to know what I'm talking about. They're in the cars. So the car I'm talking about is a Nissan R30. I think it's, I think he bought an R34 Skyline. Uh, those cars are considered JDM, which means Japanese domestic market. So those cars have, they are specific to the Japanese market. So they have, they are set up very differently. Um, the, the engine tuning is is different for for them um how they are like you know how we have emissions so everything kind of has to meet our emissions like power bands and all that so over there they have their set too they have their think of it like settings you have an american setting and a japanese setting yeah okay okay right it's basic yeah okay right so those cars are set to japanese settings including um including right hand drive so basically, think of like your post office. You ever seen like the post office trucks, the little little post office trucks? You ever notice on yeah. the steering wheel on the passenger side? 
Well, these yeah, cars are like that. Exactly. So these cars are like that. So um, there was a time in the early 2000s where there was a company called Motorex that were legally bringing these cars into the U.S. But they got into a lot of legal trouble because they started cutting corners, partying, and other stuff that cocaine does to you. Um, and so that CEO got into a lot of trouble. So Motorex got shut down and majority of the cars that they brought in legally were seized uh, by customs. And I believe someone else as well had basically seized those cars. So anyone that legally bought those cars, they basically had better hold on to them. But now recently, all those cars, uh, the U.S. just passed a law where if they, uh, you can keep them, I think, as like a novelty or something like that. They're, um, they're, they have to be registered as classics, basically, but they're, they can only be for show and you cannot exceed certain mileage with them. And then you can have one, but you're going to be paying out the ass. You're paying at least like $80,000 for it. So you take a car that's now in this country worth $80,000, a car that basically ain't worth 80 grand, a car that's like you can only get for about 80 grand here if you can find one. That car, but owned by Paul Walker, is over $100,000. So, I mean, and I bring that up because that's that's junior grade. Like, that's nothing. You got cars that were driven by Cary Grant that are worth a couple million. You know? Um, but this guy, uh, this, you know, they, they, this, I mean, this guy had cars. I think he had somewhere around 20, 20 or so, 20, 22, something like cars like that. I mean, it was great. I saw his warehouse. It was, the guy had cars, man. It was amazing. Like, it was amazing. Um, like, how many did he have? He had over 20. I think he probably had around 25 cars. Jesus. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like eight. He had 25. Well, fuck. Oh, yeah, they all dude. were expensive, huh? Yeah, they were expensive. They were, I think, probably his cheapest car. His cheapest car, I don't know, was probably about, probably worth 60 grand. Huh. Yeah. I mean, even his wife, dude, his wife, his wife's car was custom. You know, she drove an SUV. That shit was custom like you like you read about. It was crazy, man. She drove a Range Rover. That shit was like, um, he had it shipped over. It was like, it was per, like, it had like, it had like a pearl leather with like certain piping and stuff. Not had her initials stitched in the, uh, like in the headrest and shit. It was with like rose gold. It was crazy, man. That sounds was, like completely overkill for a minivan, but okay. No, oh, with a minivan, it was a truck. It was an SUV. Oh. Yeah, my she, bad. yeah. My bad, my bad. Bought her a Range Rover, man. It was like, damn, dude. Like, like, can <laughs> like can I can can I hold twenty dollars? I need some gas money, bro. Yeah, for you real. Got... <laughs> you know, your pockets are full and I'm hungry. What's happening? But um, but yeah, but anyway, but that's what I was doing at the time. Right? I was doing that uh, at the time, so I got to step out for a quick second. When I come back, I will actually tell you and your audience uh, a funny little story. Okay. Closets and my, you know, my spot in the morning to go into work was Caribou Coffee. I went into Caribou before I went into work. And so there's this girl. I'm, I'm going to call her Jody. That's going to be her name. Her name is going to be Jody. Sweet girl. Uh, mostly because I don't actually remember what her name is, 
I have an idea, but also I don't want to yeah, get involved. But anyway, so so I would go see Jody. Jody Jody knew what I always wanted. I always wanted there was there was a coffee. It was like one of their kind of flavored coffee. It was delicious. It was called the Mint Condition. It was it was like premium coffee, but it had like this like mint chocolate in it. Some mint chocolate chips, some whipped cream. It was delicious. Sounds delicious. This was the this was Primo coffee. It was also like six bucks for a cup though. But anyway, like, so it'd be like that though. It do be like that. So uh, I would get that, and I would get the other. Like one of those, uh, it was like a giant chocolate chip cookie. I'd get that, and that'd be my breakfast. So Jody always knew what I wanted. She knew my name. I knew her. So I was doing what I wanted. So after a while, Jody just started slipping me to for free. I was like, that. So then I built up the courage to, you know, ask Jody on a little, on a little, on a little date. Look, get together. You know, I think I called her. She was. Uh, I came through like lunchtime or because in the morning it was a little busy, so I couldn't really have a conversation with her there. Plus, that's hella embarrassing. Just trying to ask somebody out in the morning and everybody's around and they're hearing you. That's like really embarrassing. Yeah. So I don't want to do that shit. So I went back around like around like eleven or something like that. And sure enough, she was taking her break, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, it's like Jody. Listen, I mean, I don't want to be rude or sound too forward, but uh, Jody, I like you and I want you. We can do this the easy way or the hard. I'm just playing. I tell. Oh, I didn't say all that. Come on. I didn't, know that I didn't give it. A, I didn't give it a Fleece Johnson. But no, no, I did tell. Her, I say, listen, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if you got a boyfriend or anything, but you know, I would definitely love to. I would definitely love to, you know, get to get to know you over some dinner. You know, let's let's have a sit down. Let's get to know each other. You know, why not? You know, she's like, oh, okay, bet, cool. You know, whatever. And you know, she was like, look at that stud muffin. Of course, I'm gonna accept that invite. They muffins wasn't all that good there. I was more what? of a cookie man. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but. Uh, but uh, so yeah, so anyway, so so you know, we went out, had a little had a little conversation, but not and, and played everything kind of cool, played everything cool. She was a little hard to read because she was she was definitely definitely had a good time. She was definitely into hanging out with me, but I just didn't know if she was all like like I didn't I didn't know if she wanted to smash. I didn't know if she wanted like a relationship. I didn't know. It was very hard to read her. Very hard to read her. Sounds like she's shy as hell. She wasn't shy. She wasn't? Nah, she wasn't shy. She just wasn't really, really that girl to broadcast. You know, she wanted to have oh. some fun. Right. Yeah, so anyway, so I don't know where. I don't know where, Jody. Uh, I go, I do a little hug or something. Now, I sensed she held me a little closer, so I sensed that she might wanted a little smooch and wanted a little something, something to. You know, for the night, little nightcap. I said, "Oh, okay." So I go into me, and she pulls away. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I see." So I didn't know how to take that. I'm like, "Is she playing with me? Whatever." So 
I look, she, she, you know, she kind of laughs a little, a little bit, giggles a little bit. I'm like, hey, it's cool, whatever. Don't even worry about it. Awkward moment. So, well, it can be awkward if you if you make it awkward. I played that shit off like champ. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, we like, uh, so yeah, you know, we do the texting and this and that. So she tells me that she totally is kind of talking to some dude. I was like, oh my okay. god. I'm like, all right, I mean, you talking to him, you talking to him. I don't know what that means, though. Like, what are you talking about? What does that mean? Like, you talking to him, you obviously not exclusive. We're not exclusive. We just went on a date. Like, I like to go out on a date again. I think you have fun, too. So, we're not exclusive. So, if you're still talking to somebody, I, I figure you're just trying to see what's out there. You're trying to sample before you make a commitment. I understand. I understand. So she was cool with that. So that kind of broke the ice a little. We go out on, on a second date. And the second date got called short because one of her one of her friends or something. Oh, it was her sister. Her sister apparently needed some help with something. She called Jody. And Jody's like, man, I'm on a date, though. But her sister, I think it was like she needed something. So I was like, look, man, if you want to go help your sister, look, I will help. What's up? I'll ride with you, man. Let's go help. So I did. Yo, her sister was fine as shit. I was like, damn. Yeah, I made the right decision. So anyway, so her sister was like, her sister was like super serious and blah, blah, blah. You know, a little older, whatever. She was all super, you know, she was super like professional and this and that. I was like, bitch, you're trying too hard, man. You're trying too hard. Trying to sound, trying too hard to sound like all that and extra butter. Yeah, I thought she was, she was bad as shit, though. So check this out. This is where the shit gets interesting. So her sister starts eyeing me up and down. And I'm here, I'm thinking, oh, man, she don't like me. She eyeing me up and down. It ain't because she wants to date. She don't like me. So I'm like, that's cool, whatever. I'm not here for her. I'm just here to help. And I get it. You think that I just want I, I want a piece of I want a piece of that booty. And yes, I do, but I'm not, I'm also not here for that. So you can understand. I understand. So that's gonna come back a little bit in the story. Yeah, I figured as much. So so Jody and I, you know, she was like, Oh look, thanks for helping. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna how like, don't worry about it. I get it, I understand. Don't even worry about it. It's like, well, we could think of something. Really? And I'm like, okay. Now we're in business. Hey, yo, stop. What are you doing? Snorting cocaine? What is that? It's tea. It's hot. Oh, my bad, my I'm bad. I'm thirsty. It sounded like you were sniffing that booger sugar. My bad, I didn't know. No, I'm totally am. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm joking. Uh-huh. It's tea. Sure, whatever you say. Cat, so... You're trying to make me sound like a coke addict? What the fuck? Whatever, man. I don't know what you do. Oh, so my anyway, God. Uh, Shut the so, fuck up. So, uh... So, Jody and I... Mm-hmm. So, we're in my car, and I drive her back to where we left her car. So, now, all of a sudden, Jody wants to get a little amorous. She starts getting frisky. I'm like, okay. Wait, she's getting frisky on the car. Yes, in the car. Like, we stopped 
because we left her car at the restaurant that we were at, and it was closed at that time. So we, I went to basically take her back to her car. So we're in the parking lot. Ain't nobody around. She starts getting a little fresh. She starts getting some. She starts getting fresh. I'm like, oh shit, okay, that's how it is. I'm like, yes, all right. I'm not gonna stop you. I'm an equal opportunity kind of guy. I'm a team player. Let me know what you want me to unzip. So Damn, that's what's up. This, so you know, we doing this, that, and the other. And next thing you know, um, she's like, "What she say? Oh, she says, look, we can't do nothing here." I'm like, like hell, ain't nobody around but us. We can do this. We can do this. But you know, no means no. So you know, I ain't pressure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah like, for sure, for sure. She's like, then you had to take, had to take right. this back to your apartment, huh? Well, get this. This is where the story gets fucked up. She's like, she's like, I gotta, um, she's like, I gotta go and, uh, and like, I gotta, I, I gotta go home. I'm like, okay. It's like nine o'clock though, but whatever. You gotta go home. Gotta go home. Like, I ain't tripping. It's like, okay, cool. So I had another friend that lived close to her neighborhood. So I went to go see her. And I'm like, yo, what's good? I'm going to call her Becky. So okay. I went to go see Becky. I'm like, yo, Bex, what's good, boo-boo? So I went to go hang out with Becky. And uh, I went to go hang out with Becky. And I think it was her. Well, you know, she was dating someone. I, I thought she was dating someone at the time. Apparently, she wasn't. But this Becky was always with her. She was always with her boyfriend. So, but Becky was chilling. Uh, she was chilling at home. I think she was back in from college, something like that. She was chilling at her parents' house. So I go chill. Like, me and her dad, we have a beer or whatnot. And uh, this and that. Her mom is trying. I think she was making some free-range cookies or some trying some shit out. I said they were good, but they taste like dog shit. So I don't know. But whatever. When I leave, I'm like, man, I want some ice cream. I didn't get no ice cream. I want some ice cream. I want some, like, dessert. I go to get some ice cream. Damn it if I don't see Jody at that damn ice cream place with somebody else. Yeah. Damn. Somebody else and they was holding hands. I was like, wow. That's how you feel. She was holding hands. And, uh, but her body, she wasn't quite sold on this cat. First of all, this dude looked, he didn't look like much. He looked like a wannabe. He had a little tight t-shirt on, like he was trying to flex something, but he did not have anything to flex. It was, it was not a good look. He didn't look good. He didn't look good. So I'm like, oh my God, like this dude, this dude is a bum. Like, really? So, but apparently... She saw me. She saw me because I was like, I was going to play it cool and not say shit. I wasn't going to say anything because I wasn't like, I wouldn't hurt. Like, I get it. Like, do you, do you, boo-boo, play the game. Do you, right? Yeah. I'm going to win. I get it. I'm not bitter. I'm, I'm not bitter. Like, do you. It's fine. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm not tripping. I don't require nothing. Like, what you could you're do breaking break up a little. You're breaking up. 
Uh, I'm like parking the car right now. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Anyway, so I'm like, uh, yeah, to me, I'm just like, look, if you really want to make it up, just break me off a piece of that ass. And it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tripping. So, but anyway, she, so she called out my name. Like, hey, I'm like, oh, what's up? What's going on? Like, fancy seeing you here. I was, I'm in the neighborhood. Right. That's what I told her. I'm like, I'm in the neighborhood, you know, uh, visiting a friend. She just came in from town. And I just wanted to visit her, like, real, real quick. And on the way back home, thought I'd stop giving me a little ice cream. She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And she, so she starts trying to make small talk, this and that. But I was like, I'm not with the small talk. Like, fuck all that bullshit. I, no. Because you know what? You're on a date with this dude, so you need to be on a date with this dude. You're the one that fucking double booked. You double booked. You deal with that shit. I am way more entertaining company than he is. But you don't get that. I'm out. My time is up. Now you got to deal with like, now you got to you got to deal with loser Larry, not me. So I'm like, fuck all that small talk. I'm out of here. I'm like, look, man, I catch you on the flip. So he texted me the next uh, the next day. Uh, he texted me, like, hey, I noticed you didn't come in the Caribou, and I was like, no, nah, I wanted some uh, I wanted some McDonald's like uh, this morning. I wanted some. I wanted that steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Like, oh, okay. She's like, had nothing to do with me? I was like, no. I'm like, girl, you grown woman. Like, you, whatever. I get it. But then I asked her, I was like, so when we going out on our, on our, on our next date, and you better not double book. And so she was like, you know, so she's like, well, how about we just get the whole date thing? I was like, well, what you trying to say? He's like, you know what I want. I was like, oh, shit. Jody turned from like cool girl down the block from free. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, so she said she so she got this little hotel room. I'm like, oh shit, okay, you got a little hotel room. You trying to treat me right? Well, good. I want you to suck my dick like you mad at it then. That's what I want. I want some good head and uh I want a good spread. So what's happening? Not to be too vulgar for your for your listeners. But anyway, so um, so we get, we get to, I think it was like the double tree or some, some shady ass nonsense. So we get there and, um, we get there and I mean, you know what happens next. You know what happens Yeah, you Yeah, I don't need to go into all uh, the detail, but here's the funny thing. So I'm knocking it loose. We having a great time. Like, we having a great time. This girl is like turning into Fuck the exercise. She's she's like making some really strange noises. That's good. That's how you know you're doing it. That's how you know you're doing your job. So yeah. this girl, like, it's she, I don't know. I must have knocked her brain cells loose. I swear to you. She started calling me by his name. <laughs> she started calling me by his name, bro. His name. <laughs> Oh man, it was, and that that went on for like five minutes. I kid you not, that went on for like a good five minutes. I was pounding that shit, man. It was so for to me. I was getting such a kick out of it. I was trying to see how long I can make her say his name. <laughs> I'm like, I so I slow it did down. Did she realize that? Did she realize that like that was your that wasn't your name or? Bro, let me tell you something. 
right? When you knocking brain cells loose, sometimes, sometimes they go loopy on you. They say all kinds of shit. They go loopy. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my girl knows another language that's unknown to mankind. Okay. They say some weird shit. So anyway. Okay. So I'm slowing the uh, tempo down and this and that. I think she caught herself because she grabbed like my arm, like the position I was behind. I'm not going to go into detail. But well, basically, yeah, no, I, I think I think she I think she kind of caught on because she like grabbed she like grabbed my arm and then she said my name like she was trying to accentuate this shit like nah bitch I caught <laughs> but I'm still stroking don't even I'm still long stroking don't even worry about that so when it's done and over and she like hops out the shower you know what I'm saying and she had to like you know get her get her get her leg back or whatever I'm not glad I didn't. Do it. I was going in. I had to get my own damn leg back. My shit fucking gave out on me. But anyway, so I was like, so that's his name, huh? <laughs> and she was like, I'm so embarrassed about that. I was like, don't be embarrassed. Listen, I'm here smashing. Feel bad for him because he not, he not getting the booty. He not getting it. <laughs> I'm the one that's here. Don't feel bad for me. I'm getting it in. He's not. And and I, I told her, I said, look, I'm not even going to lie. Not lie. I'm not even going to ask because I know you and Homeboy smashed. I know you and Homeboy smashed before we did. But that's okay. Because you're going to remember this moment every time you let him hit. You're going to remember this moment. Number one, you're going to know that ain't no way in hell he hit that shit better than me. I, wear that, I wore that ass out. I know. And number two, when he hit me and you saying his name, you gonna be thinking about me. <laughs> so I win. Either way, I win. Thank you for the room and the cookie. That shit was delicious. Thank you so much. Sounds like it. Sounds like you really enjoyed yourself. I Sounds enjoyed. Like she that did too. Was so funny. She did. She was. She was. We was laughing about the shit because it was. It was funny because she said. The old, look, she told, she straight up told me. This is what she told me, right? This is what she told me. And I'm not even done with the story because I'm about to end the story in a minute. So this is how, so this, uh, she tells me that the guy, the guy was her boyfriend and he was in the Navy. That's why he was never around because he was in the Navy. And she Ooh. only... He only hooked him just because he was a little lame. She felt a little bad for him, but she figured whatever because he was buying her some shit. And she was like, fuck, I guess I'll date him a little bit, whatever. But she never wanted to be with him. But she was too nice to break up with him. And here I come along. She's really into me, but she's been with this dude for like two years. <laughs> I was like, damn, you like this boy hit for two years? She was like, he ain't even, she was like, let me tell you something. I can satisfy myself better than he can. Like, and his dick ain't big. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he was like, you have no idea. No idea. So basically, she was saying she, she wanted some of this. But she also realized that she probably fucked it up. I said, yeah, I'm not really going to be with you. Like, that's that's just not going to happen. Like, 
like I didn't really want the ass like that. I really wanted something, but you got other shit going on that you need to handle with. I'm not gonna be with that because you got some decision issues that you need to deal with in life. If you can't make a decision like that, I don't want to be with you. So I think we kind of know where this is going. But hey, that shit was great though, and I had a hell of a time. Even though you called me by somebody else's name, we all know what happened. You was thinking about who you wanted to break up with while you was getting rammed in by the dude that you wanted. Fucked around, called me his name, but that's okay because every time you let that little twerp hit, you're going to be thinking about me. So having bitch, I win, get off these nuts. This is how the story ends. Turns out her older sister, her older sister knew who I was because of an ex-girlfriend. And an ex-girlfriend who used to lie a lot. Now, I'm not saying she was lying, but this ex-girlfriend used to lie a lot and would go around and say some wild shit. Apparently, this broad was going around saying that I had, like, the biggest dick in the world and I was, like, porn star style. The crazy thing about that is I never actually slept with that girl when I dated her. So she was a fucking liar. So that part, I don't. No, that's, that's fucking lying. I ain't got no big, giant porn star dick either, but... <laughs> Your boy does well for himself. Anyway, but she remembered who I was because of my name and my face that she saw a picture of me. She told that story and she told me that because she has the her um the Jody's sister had my number because Jody left her phone in her car. So the only way uh uh Jody and I can get to her sister's place was through my phone. So she had my number and she texted me and asked me if I was still with Jody. And then she said she had something to say. She let me know that she remembered who I was. And she told and she called me, told me that story. I was like, wow, I never actually touched her. So it's a lie. She said, so you mean to tell me what she's telling about the dick is not true. I did it, bro. I told her you want to find out for yourself. She was single. And round two went back to that same hotel under Jody's name and smashed her sister. And that shit was good. That, that is, shit is that funny story. as fuck. Yes, that is probably the one of the wildest stories I ever had. That shit was so fun. Funny. Okay, which sister was better though? Uh they have their strength. Jody's sister was bad as fuck. I don't remember her name either, though, but she was, oh, no, her name was Grace. Her name was Grace. I won't say last names, but Jody's sister's name was, was Grace. I remember that because she didn't look like a Grace, but she was gorgeous. She was gorgeous, but Jody had a better body. Um, and Jody, I think Jody had more potential to do other stuff, but Grace was, Grace was grown. So Grace did other things that were much better than Jody. So all in all, man, it was like having the best of both worlds. It was really nice. I think Jody had the better body. Grace had the better skills. And, um, hey, it was great, man. It was, I won. I, I felt like I, I won so much on that one. Um, Sounds like you I, won I the world. I felt a little bad for homeboy that was in the Navy. I felt a little bad for that because that's kind of fucked up. That, that is kind of fucked up. Like your girlfriend, she smashed some other. I did feel kind of bad about that. But, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I would feel I bad too. Myself, but like, it. It, yeah, but my thing is, it's kind of not really your fault, you know. 
Hell no, it ain't well, my fault. Yeah, I didn't. Right I didn't know. I smashed yeah. before I knew who he was. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so that's kind of where I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, you kind of smashed first, then uh, found out later. Yeah, I didn't know. Had had she told me that before, I would have walked away. Because that, I mean, yeah. that's kind of. I've been in that situation before, and it's kind of both. And I, and I think she might have known that at some degree. So that's probably why she was like, "Yeah, this is a friend of mine." Probably, but you know what? I mean, Jody, Jody milked me for all that she could. She got, she got help. Well, uh, well, like with her sister stuff, cause she just had to move or something like that. She had to like be gone or something like that. So she had to like move a whole bunch of stuff. So she got help with that. I helped her with that. She got some good meals at some nice restaurants, good company, and she got some good dick. So I think Jody still won. She still was in the winner's circle. She ain't win as good as me. But she, she, she still won. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what I was going to say. Right. Who won more, Jody or, Jody or you? And I was like, yeah, I think Cap might have won this time around. Her uptight-ass sister, her uptight-ass sister won too because, you know, like, hey, she, her sister was the one that really wanted it. She wanted to know. And I was she like. She was looking, she was eyeing you up and down the first day she met you. Man. And that, to me, it was a big win because that don't never happen to me. Not to me. That don't never happen. Usually, I'm friend zone. That shit don't never happen to me. But that shit happened. I wanted to call every guy friend I knew and tell them all to suck my dick. You ain't doing it like me. It was Man, I don't even know why you didn't tell me this story yet. That's just, oh. Uh, that's actually fire, dude. That's fire. I, Man, I'm jealous. Hell of a story, man. It was, it was something, man. It was, it was a win. It I'm jealous. It was I'm great. jealous. It was oh great. Gosh. It was all within a 24-hour period, too. Wait, because what? Jody, yeah, because Jody, Jody's man was the one that was paying for the room. He paid for the room because he gave – she had his card. She had his debit card, so she paid for the room. And she was telling him that, you know what? I'm like I, – I Did Jody period. know about you fucking his sister? Nope. Nope. No, she ain't no, she ain't no shit. She didn't but know a damn thing. You guys didn't check out the room after. No, she didn't check out the. That's the thing. She did not check out the room because I called, say, "Hey, I was just there. I think I left my wallet." And she said, "Oh, well, you know, you got the room for like another twelve hours." I'm like, "But it's like, uh, or she's like, you got the room to to till twelve, but this was the next day. This was the next day." Cause homegirl called me. Uh, this was this was, in the this was in the morning when uh, 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 when she called me. This shit was in the morning. That's so nuts. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, I, I was like, damn, that's crazy. They had the room to for like till twelve. I'm like, so we went and from ten to twelve, we knocked it out. <laughs> yep, Are you sure the sisters didn't plan this one out here? I don't know, but if they did, hey, good on them. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. That just sounds like, that sounds hella, bro, that sounds way too convenient. I don't know what it was, but her sister, her older sister was on her way out. That's why she had to pack because she was leaving to go back to college because she was in the master's program. So she was packing up everything to leave. She had to be on the road. So she had let me know. She had called me. Uh, in the morning, and I picked up, or I she texted me, and I had like was texted back, and then she called me, and I picked up. This was at like nine o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. It's it's like it was like um, 
I was working. I was you working. You didn't get no sleep smashed. between all those? No, I did. Because, like, after I, smashed, after I smashed Jody, I mean, you know, I smashed Jody. I went back home. I went to, I went to go to sleep. I got home at maybe, like, 2. Like and then 2, you woke 30, up. Woke up. Went to work. Got the text messages. <clears throat> and At 9 p.m.? No, no, at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. I got, when I was smashing Jody, that was the night before. All right, but like, you just said work was at like. No, no, I went to bed. I got home at like 2.30. And then I had to turn around and and get back up and and be at work at like 8.30. So I had like five hours of sleep. Probably less than that. All right, so like an hour in of work, she calls you, huh? Yeah, well, she started texting me. And then, and then she, and I was like, "Look, you should probably just call me because you got hella questions. You probably just call me." And so she called me, and she said she was on the road. And uh, that's that's, but I was like, I mean, when she, when I was like, "Look, you want to know? You want to find out?" And she's like, "I'm on." The, I said, "I'd love to, but look, I gotta go. I like, I'm on the road. Like, I don't want. I don't want to know. I'm on the road. I'm driving back." When a woman tells you they don't want, they don't want nothing from you, but then they tell you that they're on the road or something like that, or if they give you where they're at. They're trying that they, what they're telling you is they want to do it, but they need to find a way to get to you as quickly as they can. That's what that's what that really is all about. So you basically left work just uh Yup. Yup. I, I would have done the because exact here's same the thing. thing. Where, where I was, I didn't clock in like that. I I did not work for that store. I was considered a vendor. I worked for a different company that was based in Michigan. You know what I mean? And then my boss lived, we was way out in California. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't have to be in the store like a normal employee. Cause I didn't work at that store. Yeah. I was a special, I was a designer. I worked for someone else. So as yeah. long as I put some time in or put some work in, it was what it was. So shit. Yeah. So it was around like 10 o'clock. Got up, got up through there and boom, knocked it out. Knocked it out. Fucking ear to ear, huh? Yes, sir. Smiling fucking ear to ear, going to sleep sir. ear to ear, wake up next morning, uh, have to go to work. Hey, uh, hey, hey like, Cap, you thinking uh, ear to ear? Mm-hmm. Goes back to work ear yeah, to ear. Yes, absolutely. And then the crazy part about it is, I still went back to work. Because I'm that guy. I still went back to work and did thing. And, and I left when I was supposed to. And still made up for the time. Because the next day I came in early and I stayed later. I still made up for the time. Never missed a beat. Never nice. missed a beat. Never missed a beat. And that girl from the double tree, she hopped back on the road and went the fuck back down to school. Sir. Tough. That's that tough as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's legendary. That's the one thing, the one thing that, that, that my ex-girlfriend, the one thing she did that she did right for me. That was the only thing she ever did right. Was fucking run her mouth, and who knew? Years later, that shit would come back to me. Like I knew Wait. it. She was your ex? No, no, no. One of my ex girlfriends from like back in the day when I was like nineteen or something. She was. She used to. She used to be like a compulsive liar. She would. Oh go yeah, you said about this girl. Okay, my bad. Yeah, so that's that's All how right. Joe's sister knew about me because she saw a picture of me. And that this who, girl yeah, would who go around. That? Yeah, she go online talking about I got the biggest dick in the world and blah 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 and I you know I be doing porn and shit. 
So that's yeah, how usually they want to be lying about that. That's kind of weird that they did. They usually they lie about having small dicks. Nah, man, they li- this girl she, she lied a lot though. She lied a lot. <clears throat> she was such I'm a like, headache. Fuck it, it won in your favor. Yeah, years later. <laughs> hey, years later. Hey, yep. those years later paid off. Oh my god, dividends, bro. Dividends. It did. I didn't have much juice left in the tank after all of that. It was great. <clears throat> it was great. Sounds fucking it. like it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Lucky. That was not bad. That was that was a good. I think I was what? Oh my god, I had to be. I think I had to For, be maybe twenty-two, maybe at that time. I think it was about twenty-two. Legendary. legendary. Just fucking legendary. Get out of yeah. here. Twenty-two. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was twenty-two. Get out of here. Um, it was so much fun. You wacky. But, That's crazy. I love it. Yeah, but I mean, I was that was that was really it. I mean, I had moments. I didn't. My life wasn't constantly like that, man. I, that just just moments every now and again. Cause I cause I knew good and well, like shit. After this, my sex life gonna be dry. Walk around with that desert dick, and that's exactly what happened too. I didn't, man, I didn't get no pussy after that till, oh my God, probably, my God, dude, maybe around a year. Oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah, bro. That was life for me. I wouldn't run, I wouldn't run around smashing everything. I had moments. That was it. I had epic moments. But after the moment was passed, go be fucking desert, bro. I think I would rather that than like every other night, though, honestly. It is good because I'll tell you what, man, I think. I think that's why that's why my girl is so damn appreciative now, because I got a lot of shit left, a lot of shit left, man. I ain't like, fucked it all. Like when you save up, when you don't practice doing all that, doing all that, you don't get stale like that. You still, you still, oh, so you, fresh, fresh, bro, fresh, like fish out of fresh. water, fresh, like yes. a Florida fresh. And if you got the right tools, shit, and you know how to use it, got some talent. King Dick, boy. Yeah, when you have fucking tongues, man, they gonna be saying loopy shit, man. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the first time. I'll never forget the first time, man, a woman had a multiple orgasm on me. And the the unholy shit that came out of her mouth. Oh my god, that shit scared me. I won't lie. I I I don't know. You thought she was dying or something, but it was like she sounded like she was dying and transforming at the same time. What the fuck? How? I don't know. Did she like it that much? Bro, she was... Her eyes were rolling to the back of her head. And then, like, when she got it, the thing is, like, when she couldn't take anymore, oh, my gosh, she tightened up so much, it forced me out. I couldn't get... I couldn't penetrate anymore. That shit clamped up on me and was forcing me out. I was like, what the fuck? And she started shaking. And she was like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You're kind of like, what the fuck? She was in a fetal position. The only thing I thought that came to my mind, I could do not. I'm probably asshole for saying it. The only thing I said was, you want some juice? <laughs> That's it. I said, like, you want some juice? Because I was about to go and get me some cranberry apple juice because that was my shit back then. And I was like, I'm gonna go get some juice. Want some juice? I juice. That was it. Like she just said, "Look, I just need a moment." I'm like, "Damn, that bitch was shaking." 
That means you did something right. Yeah. Uh, actually, learned that recently. There you go. Get it how you live, playboy. Get it how you live. Get it how you uh, live. Not really in that way, but, you know, I don't actually have sex yet, but okay. Man, whatever. Your time right. will come. Trust me. You will have those moments. Epic moments. I hope because, you know, I just, uh, Look, yeah. man, the best thing to do when the moment presents itself to you, just have fun. Don't overthink it. Just have fun. That's it. That's the key to yeah, success. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I keep I keep trying to like you know I'm keep a uh, you know practicing my way there, but like and like I'll be honest, I'm hella shy. Man, you gotta stop. Don't be practicing, man. You just have fun. Let your just let your imagination. No, and that's what I'm just, that's what I'm just trying to say is like uh, uh my body naturally goes into like a anxious mode, so I'm trying to be like calm down, calm down, you know. That's cause you that's cause you about to get you some. Everybody gets stage fright. I don't, but everybody gets stage fright. I get stage fright like no tomorrow. Stage fright time too. Used to. <clears throat> Not loud though. What? I said I got stage fright like, a couple times. What back when uh you were in uh college or some shit? No, actually, I, I, was, I was in college. I really wasn't in college. I mean, the wildest thing I got in college probably some head in the stairwell. Okay, that's yeah. uh, that is wild. You know, I actually have a question about that. I I keep hearing like of stories where people get head in the fucking stairwell, which it's fucking true because ninety five percent of them got caught, or the ones I knew got caught. And I was just like, <laughs> to the ones I, to the ones that get away with it, how the fuck do you do it? Uh, it's all about the timing and when it's done. And also the location, like... The location, to too. Co- yeah, like, I went to college in Chicago. City. We're just not talking about, you know, university. I was somewhere. This was in a city. Uh, so we're talking buildings that have loading docks, kind of stuff. But at the same time, this was on a Saturday. This was a Saturday class. Uh, it was the biology of human sexuality class. That <clears throat> and sounds weird. Was, I was a great class actually. It was the biology of human sexuality, and it was my, uh, it was my partner. You know, this 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 voluptuous little white girl from Indiana. Uh, she she had a boyfriend, and I realize I'm not sounding like the greatest person on earth right now, but she had a boyfriend. You kind of uh, aren't. I'll be honest. Man, I don't know about that. Well, like, she had a boyfriend, and um, it was kind of bogus because she was on her way to see him. Now, her and I, I we, we were just kind of messing around and this and that. And I was like, man, you ain't going to do nothing, this and that, and the other. But she wanted to prove me wrong. She wanted to prove to me that she was a freak. Job well done. So well, we there were, because now, keep in mind, this is a Saturday. So and the she building, wanted to prove it. Like, there was only like, what? Yeah. If she wanted to prove it, it doesn't sound like your fault. <clears throat> nah, subjective. But anyway, so this was the last day of class. Last mm-hmm. day of class, our instructor had taken off because one of his daughters was giving birth. He's like, man, I don't care. Final exam, open book, turn in your projects, I'm out. Peace. So everybody all right. was like, fuck all that. So uh, everybody just kind of did the, the test of the open book. 
turned the internet project and people were just leaving. People left. So her and I had stayed behind. Her and I, maybe a few other people. And that was the only class that I had on a Saturday. The Saturday in a south loop of downtown Chicago is not busy because it's a Saturday. I mean, a lot of places are not real. You know, it's a Saturday. There's, there's not nine to five business going on, so it's empty everywhere. So we wound up making out in the steering uh, this, uh, stairwell. Nobody was around, and the place had like four steering wells, uh, stairwells. So we went all the way down to where the loading dock was. There was like low light because there was like kind of like there was low light. There was a hardly any lights down there, but you could see. Mm-hmm. Um, and loading dock. Nobody was there because again, it's a Saturday. So we went all the way down to the bottom of the where the loading dock was, and she taught me off, gave me some hair, gave me some hair. And she was a girl that prided herself on and girls. So she was like, she was sucking me Wait. off. She, she was dodo bird in my shit. Oh my god. She was, and you know what she tells me? Because I was like, oh man, look, I'm like, what about your boyfriend? She was like, we're not married. I'm like, oh, you a hoe. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, okay. Definitely. But, right, well, then, you know, that's the Ho, case. But then, I'll take, I'll, I'll right, take that's it. That's the case. Then, right. Then uh, you may proceed. You have my permission. You know, so she, so she was doing her thing. And my eyes are closed. I'm relaxed. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm loving it. So then she starts getting a little vigorous. So I'm looking down at her. She's looking up at me. You know what she does? So she takes the dick out of her mouth. And she looks up. She's just like, let me know when you're going to come. I don't want it all over my face. I was like, wow. Okay. So she's doing it and doing it and doing it. And so I'm like, okay. Yes, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. So she starts yanking it. She starts crank yanking it. Sucking and yanking. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, that's all right right there. Yeah. Just like, if you're going to come, do it in my mouth. Do it in my mouth. I was like, oh, it's like that. All in her mouth. That's kind and, of the best way to do it, though, honestly. Yeah, but I felt, I kind of felt bad. I was like, um, you want to take some of this gum? She swallowed this shit. I'm like, you want to have some of this gum? I'm like, like, the fucked up part is she was about to go drive to meet her boyfriend. <laughs> So I'm like, you want to you want to take some gum? I got some gum here. It's like, you know. And she was just like, back then, like Orbit gum was like all the rage. I was like, hey, why don't you take some of this gum? She's like, no, I've got mouthwash in my car. I'm like, oh, you dirty bitch. <laughs> That's dirty. She kept the mouthwash in her car. She's like, you think I'm gonna have like, you think I'm gonna have dick breath like when I go like meet my boyfriend? I'm like, I don't know. Apparently not. You got that big big ass bottle of Listerine. She's trying to kill all germs. I'm like, oh, shit. Sounds like she does it often. That's what I said, man. That's what I said. She wanted the dick. That's what she really wanted. She, she, she did. was like, she's like, next time I want some dick. Oh, shit. Did, did that happen next time? Nope. All I got nope. was some head from her. Because, again, it was the last day of class, and she lived in Indiana. Fuck if I'm about to drive to Indiana for some poontang. You crazy. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I wasn't doing all that, and she wasn't driving up here between semesters, so no, that never happened. Listen, Cone Tang's good, but long drive, that's a little different story. I don't think hers would have been that good. Huh? I don't think hers would have been that good. Yeah, it sounds like she might have been a little beaten up. 
Not that, I don't know about that. It's just, just you could have been sour or something. Who knows? Mouth works. That's all I needed. I'm cool. Yeah, I agreed. But uh, damn, Cap, what the fuck? You're such a fucking playboy. What the hell? What the fuck, boy? Damn. Well, not fuck, boy, but you get nice, good little tidbits of life. I kind of wish I had encounters like this. Fuck. You still there or no? Uh, give him a couple seconds. Can you hear me still or no?